Praise Jesus. We thank God for another Sunday. Uh, the last Sunday in November. Uh, I don't know about you, but the word in my mouth today is wow. As in, you know, it's been, a, it's been an interesting year, should I say. Um, but we know that the God that saw us, that's seen us through till now, will see us through uh, till the end of the year. Praise God. Uh, some of the scriptures that has been encouraging me all through this year, you know, I remember, I think it's Genesis 6 or Genesis 7, um, you know, uh, the, the same flood uh, that destroyed the world. It's the same flood that lifted up Noah in the ark. The ark represented the presence of God. Praise God. Um, and, and, and all through this year, I guess for me, my focus has been, God, how do I remain in your presence? Praise God. And if I remain in your presence... I'm sure that even this one too will pass. Praise God. Another scripture that has, you know, helped me through this year, you know, is that part when God was saying, it says, though you would walk, you would go through the flood, it will not overflow you. It says, though you will pass through the fire, it will not burn you, nor will there even be a, a, a scorch or a singe on your, on your skin. Praise God. Um, and regardless of what has happened so far in this year, the truth is that God is always speaking and God is always moving. And, uh, and, and we know that, you know, God will always make things, you know, to, 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 to come to pass such that his word continues to come to pass. Praise God. Um, and, and this month is our month of favor. Um, and I have been favored this month. Uh, I'm sure even beyond this month, God's favor will continue. And I want to believe that even through this month as well, uh, you've been favored as well. But maybe just to stress that, you know, um, when, we, when God gives us a, a word or when God puts a word you know, in the heart of the pastor uh, for the month, it's not only for us to benefit from that word. You know, it's also for us to, to focus on that word and learn from that word and, um, and, and, and think, you know, how else can we use this word in our lives even more? So when it says it's your month of favor, yes, you will be favored. Hallelujah. But also, the question is, you know, what else can we learn? You know, how do we, how do we learn to ensure we're favored? You know, so all through the last four weeks, you know, we've talked about, you know, favored in the midst of chaos, which is similar to what I was just talking about earlier on. Despite what is going on, you know, in that chaos, you will be favored. You know, we've learned, learned the mechanics of, of favor. How do you actualize favor in your life? Praise God. We've learned rest in your favor, you know, which is, you know, it's almost like saying, just relax, God is working on your behalf. You know, so many scriptures talks about God saying, stand still and see what I will do. You know, God says the battle is the Lord's and victory is yours. In other words, leave God to fight that battle for you, you know. Um, last week we talked about grow into your favor, grow into favor. Therefore means don't just wait there, the favor is there, but there's some work for you to do. Praise God. Um, and this month, as we conclude, and maybe, you know, uh, talking with faith as we also step into December by the grace of God, I want us to look at favored to favor. Praise God. And, and, and why, why, why that theme? Um, I think, you know, this year, like I said, has been, has been a, a year, you know, um, has been a year and a half. And um, December is normally a festive period. You know, December is... You know, amongst other months, December is, is, is seen, you know, across the world as, as a month where there's a lot of festivities ongoing. Uh, and, um, and, and this month, you know, as we're going to December, 
you know, the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us that, you know, how are we going to make sure um, that this favor that God has given to us, we ensure that other people are also beneficiaries of that favor? Praise God. How do we make sure that, you know, if your home is blessed, you know, it doesn't end in your home. It doesn't stop in your home. You know, if you are blessed, it doesn't stop with you. It goes beyond you. You know, as a wise, a wise friend of mine would always say, he says, if God is blessing your neighbor, God is in your neighborhood. Praise God. Um, so we're going to look at favored to favor today. Favored to favor. You are favored so that you can also favor. Praise God. It's meant to go on and on and on. Um, maybe just to go back to our, our anchor text again uh, for the month. Um, Psalm 102, verse 13, and just pick out a few words in there. It says, you will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. You know, the, the living Bible says, I know that you will come and have mercy on Jerusalem. And now is the time to pity her, the time you promised her. You know, a few words I highlighted there. God will not only arise. It would also, it's a, it's a continuation, arise and have mercy. You know, it says, I know, which is confidence that I know that that time will come. Praise God. And before we go on today, I just want to, want us to just pray to God today. And just ask that God will take full control just before we go fully. Lord. Father, we just commit today before you, we commit the word which you are about to speak before you, O Lord. Father, Lord, I'm merely a vessel. Father, Lord. We are clear you are the porter. King of kings, we pray, O Lord, that indeed you will speak today, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Why don't you just submit your home before God this morning and ask indeed that the word that's about to come forth this morning, that indeed will go forth and touch your hearts in the name of Jesus. That that word will go forth and touch every corner of your home in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we lift up this altar before you this morning, O God. And Father, we pray, O Lord, that indeed you would speak, O God, from your throne, O Lord. Lord, we are before your feet this morning. And Father, we pray, Lord, that indeed your word will come forth, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise, O God. Bless every ear that would hear. Bless every ear that would hear, O Lord. And bless every eye that is watching, O God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, ancient of days. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise Jesus, praise Jesus. Right, so to continue, um, you know, I was referring to a wise, a wise friend of mine earlier on. You know, that same wise friend of mine, you know, said something last week. He said, Jesus had to grow so he could fulfill the Father's business. Praise God. So, you know, when we're talking about growing into your favor, Jesus had to grow so he could fulfill the Father's In other words, there's work for us to do. We can't just... Um, there's the, we can't just wait there. You know, we have to grow into that, into that favor. Um, uh, and, you know, since I've been studying the last week, you know, I've been, I've been coming across the living Bible, and, and I think sometimes it, it puts the words really, really clearly for you. So if you look at Luke 2, if you look at Luke 2, verse 49 to 52, I'll read the two, the two versions I've got on the screen. Luke 2, 49 to 52. It says, but why did you, did you need to search? He asked. Didn't you realize that I would be here at the temple in my father's house? Praise God. Now, let's pause there. Remember that before, at this point, Christ had not died for our sins. At this point, 
the veil had not been torn. Praise God. At this point, God was accessed in the temples. Praise God. So, so Jesus was saying that, didn't you realize I would be here in the presence of my Father? Praise God. Now, let's look at what New King Version says. It says, and he said to them, why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my Father's business? Praise God. Now, let's compare those two together. One version is saying, I would be here at the temple in my Father's house. I would be in my Father's presence. The other version is saying, I will be about my Father's business. Praise God. So, we can conclude by saying that number one thing in being about the Father's business is being in the presence of the Father. Praise God. You know, there is no way. I don't know, I don't know about you. If, you know, you can correct me if you think I'm wrong. But there's no way that you can hear from the Father without being in the presence of the Father. Praise God. And so many times, even in the days of old, you know, uh, God showed that example. When he wanted to speak to Moses, he had to call his attention through the burning bush. Praise God. Even Elijah, you know, Elijah that did so much miracles. When Elijah was looking for the move of God, God had to call his attention. And the Bible says, and even after the, the fire, there was, God was not in the fire. But the Bible then says, and then there was a still small voice. Praise God. So there's no way we can hear from God without being in the presence of God. Hallelujah. So for me, that's the first thing I, I want you to take away today. So I'll read on. It says, but they didn't understand what it meant. Then he returned to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. And his mother stored away all these things in her heart. So Jesus grew both tall and wise and was loved by God and man. Praise God. Jesus grew both tall and wise and was loved by God and man. So the Living Bible says he grew both tall and wise and was loved by God and man. New King James Version says, and Jesus increased in wisdom, praise God, and stature, and in favor with God and men, praise God. So again, for us to, for us to exercise that favor, we grow into the favor. Okay, so we'll move. So the question you, you'll be asking is, so what is the Father's business? Because Christ is saying that I must be about my Father's business. I must be in the presence of my Father. But the question is, what is the Father's business? You know, what, 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 what does God, you know, what, is God's, what does God want to do? Praise God. The first thing is, of course, like we said earlier on, without being in the presence, you can't hear from God. And therefore, you can't know the business of the Father. You know, it's almost like um, a, a popular preacher I know um, goes by the name of uh, J. John. Um, he, he would normally say, do not leave your Jesus in your boots. In other words, or in the trunk of your car. In other words, you know, don't, don't wake up on a Sunday in this, in this instance at the moment, you know, and put on your TV, you know, and, and, and connect to that um, church service on a Sunday, and then after that, you pick up Jesus and you put him back in the trunk of your car, you know, in a cupboard somewhere, you know? Um, that's not the Father's business, because how do you hear if you're not constantly in the presence of the Father? Or if we use this analogy, we would say, um, you don't, you know, put on your sat-nav when you're driving somewhere, um, 
and you put on, you know, the, the direction you want to go to, but then you lock it up in your glove compartment. You don't do that. You put a sat-nav close to you. You know, you, you, you maybe even put the volume on so you can constantly hear the direction. You know, that is the father's, that is how to be in the father's business. So what is the father's business? Um, Jeremiah 29, Jeremiah 29, 11 to 13. You know, one of the things I want to encourage us to do constantly is um, when we read, when we study the Bible, uh, let's go further beyond, you know, the, the verses that we love to read. You know, so if you read Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, um, every Christian I know loves that verse. I know the thoughts I think towards you. They are thoughts of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Some versions will say to bring you to an expected end. That's God's business. But let's read further than that. So verse 12 and 13 then says, it says, to give you a future and a hope. It says, in those days when you pray, I will listen. It says, you will find me when you seek me, if you look for me in earnest. Praise God. So being about the Father's business is knowing how to find the Father how to look for the Father. Isaiah 58, 11 says, And the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy you with all good things and keep you healthy too. It says, And you will be like a well-watered garden. It says, You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. That's the Father's business. But let's dwell, let's dwell a bit more on that second um, verse. Uh, Isaiah 58, 11, and, and, and the picture up there as well. You know, let's, let, let's go back to, to those times. You know, if you remember Genesis 21, you know, Abraham was speaking to, you know, to um, Ahimelech. And Abraham was saying to Ahimelech that, but your people have seized the well that he dug. And if you fast forward to Genesis 26 as well, you would see where, you know, it, it records that Isaac dug a well and the people of Jerah contended with Isaac, and Isaac moved on and dug another well, and they contended again, and they moved on and dug another well again. So, in those days, a well was one of the first signs of progress. Praise God. In those days, a well was one of the first signs of growth, because one, um, if you're a nomad, for example, if you have animals, you would bring your ship, you know, near the well to drink. Um, also, if you're, if you're a farmer, you know, you want to have a well close to your farm or in your farm because you can take water from your well to water the plants. Praise God. So a well was, was a sign, was one of the first signs of growth. No wonder they were contending with Isaac, uh, when, Isaac when Isaac dug a well. Uh, but lastly as well, what you will notice is that the areas that experience the most of the growth, the most of the abundance, is the areas closest to the well. Praise God. So again, the point I'm trying to make here is if, if there is going to be favor, we have to be close to the source of the favor. You know, in the case of this, if there's going to be growth, you have to be close to the well, to the source of that growth. If you're going to be favored, we have to be close to the source of the favor. So that is the father's business. The father's business is to favor us, but the father's business is to ensure that we are in his presence. 
The Father's business is to ensure that when we are favored, other people will become favored around us as well. He says you will be like a well-watered garden. You know, there is no, there is, have you ever seen, um, you know, when, if it's a well-watered garden, everything around that well, you know, will show growth, will show um, 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 fruition. Praise God. So that is the Father's business. Um, but the question we want to ask ourselves this morning is, you know, what is our role in the Father's business? You know, what is our role in the Father's business? Still, still focusing on that theme for this month, which is our month of favor. What is our role in the Father's business? I want you to turn to Isaiah 58 this morning. Isaiah 58, and we'll read from verse 6 to 12. Isaiah 58, verse 6 to 12. It says, no, the kind of fast I want is that you stop oppressing those who work for you and treat them fairly. And give them what they earn. Praise God. Everything in that sentence is talking about favor. Favor other people. It says, I want you to share your food with the hungry. And bring right into your own homes those who are helpless, poor, destitute. Clothe those who are cold. And don't hide from relatives who need your help. Again, it's saying favor people. It says, if you do these things. So this is where you know, favor starts begetting favor. He says, if you do these things, God will shed his own glorious light upon you. It will heal you. Your godliness will lead you forward. Goodness will be a shield before you. And the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. So on one hand, you're favored. On the other hand, you're favored to favor. And when you favor, what happens? You get more favor. Hallelujah. So it's, you know, it, it goes on and on and on. Since then, when you call the Lord, when you call, the Lord will answer, yes, I am here. He will quickly reply. It says, all you need to do is to stop oppressing the weak and stop making false accusations and spreading vicious rumors. It says, feed the hungry, help those in trouble. Then your light will shine from the darkness and the darkness around you shall be as bright as day. Praise God. You know, I love the way, you know, the scripture sometimes presents the words. You know, it says the darkness around you shall be as bright as day. It means even the darkest thing near you will still be daylight. Praise God. You know, I don't know how else you want to interpret that. You know, even the poorest thing around you will still be rich. You know, even the saddest thing around you will still be happy. Praise God. That's what favor is. On, you know, favor that you can't, you know, it, you, you, can't, it, you, you can't even measure. It says, and the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy you with all good things and keep you healthy too. And you will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. It says, your sons will rebuild the long deserted ruins of your city and you will be known as the people who rebuild their walls and cities. You know, that, that's, that's what you want to be known as. Someone that supports, someone that helps. Someone that does not keep what he has solely to himself. You know, the truth is that a lot of us, the favor other people would see is through us. Praise God. And that is where we want to come in. You know, so the first point today is, I want you to ask yourself, what is that true fast? 
you know, is, is the fast. Is the fast simply for me to starve myself of food? Or is the, star, is the fast for me to, yes, you know, uh, withdraw from eating, focus on the word of God, but also find ways to do good? Because God is saying this is the fast he has called. Praise God. That is, the, that is our role in the Father's business. The next point here is from Genesis 50. So to paint the picture, uh, I'm sure you've read the scripture before. Um, the story of Joseph. You know, so the Bible records that you know, Joseph um, had, had grown to become the prime minister of Egypt. Um, and through Joseph, you know, God saved the nation of Israel. Praise God. Um, and towards the end, um, Joseph's father passed away. Jacob passed away. Um, and um, his brother started to worry, to say, oh, wow, now that our father is gone, perhaps Joseph would go back to hating us um, and, and punish us for all the evil, you know, we've done, we've done to him. But I want us to focus on from verse 19, from verse 18, actually. It says, but Joseph told them, don't be afraid. Am I God to judge you and punish you? It says, as far as I'm concerned, God turned into good what you meant for evil. For he brought me to this high position I have today so that I could save the lives of many people. No, don't be afraid. Indeed, I myself will take care of you and your families. And he spoke very kindly to them, reassuring them. So Joseph and his brothers... And his family continued to live in Egypt. And Joseph was 110 years old when he died. Praise God. But it says he lived to see the birth of his son, Ephraim's children, and the children of Machiah, Manasseh's son, who played at his feet. So again, favor begetting favor. You know, our role in the father's business is whatever someone does to hurt you, what we should be thinking about is how do I repay this with good? Praise God. Now, we're not saying that's easy, but uh, we have examples before us that we can follow. That's our role in the Father's business. And in so doing, favor will beget more favor in your life. Praise God. The next point I want us to focus on today, we're not going to go into too much detail in the chapters, but it's from Esther chapters 1 to 8. Uh, I'll try and paint the picture. So... The children of Israel were in captivity. Uh, they had been dispersed um, across, across so, many, uh, so many parts of the world. Uh, but there was a king called Ahasuerus. And the Bible records that he was a great king. And that his kingdom spanned from India all the way to Ethiopia. You know, that he had about 127 provinces in his kingdom. Um, and Ahasuerus had a a queen, a Queen Vashti. And um, the Bible records that, you know, he threw a feast that I think must have lasted 180 days, something like that. Um, and at some point, he, he called for the queen to come and, you know, because he wanted to show her beauty uh, to his guests. Uh, but the queen did not come. And therefore, he got angry, deposed the queen, and eventually installed Esther, who was an Israelite, who was a Jew, uh, who was in captivity, 
eventually installed Esther as the queen. Now, the first point there is that that's favor. Because how does a slave girl, you know, go from being a slave girl to becoming um, um, a queen of one of the greatest kings in those times? That's favor. But the story doesn't end there. Um, enter a man called Haman um, that wanted to destroy the Jews. Um, and, you know, if you really, you, you realize that, you know, Haman got so... Um, so overwhelmed with his status uh, that he did, not, he did not understand his position as a leader. And um, there are three kinds of leaders I want us to look at here. You know, we have Haman, which is the leader that was out of control. We have Esther, the leader that was under control. And then we have God, the leader that is in control. And what's the point I'm trying to make today? The point is, whatever would happen, for you to enjoy that favor, you have to remember there is a leader in control. Praise God. It doesn't matter what status you get to. You know, one of the things that um, maybe, maybe just to share um, that um, God was saying to me um, recently, you know, um, I was about to pay my tithe. And God was saying, you know, this tithe you're about to pay, you know, you call it 10% of your earnings. In actual fact, this tithe you're about to pay was probably all everything you earned out in a month going back 10 years ago. So the question you ask yourself is, who am I to then say to God that, oh, oh God, but I want to withhold a little bit more. Because 10 years ago, I wasn't even able to earn up to that. Praise God. I, the other point, again, see, again, back to that, you know, the tithing point is, you know, God was saying, God was saying to me, he was saying, even when you withheld your tithe. Was the funds ever enough? No. Therefore, you have to remember who is the leader in control. God is the leader in control. Your favor to favor. Whatever it is that you have is not solely for you. We have to quickly understand, you know, John Maxwell calls it the law of the, law of the solid ground. You know, this ground you're standing on, even though it feels solid, it's not solid, you know. Anything can happen anytime. The only real place where there is safety is where you are, when you are in the presence of the leader that is in control. Praise God. You know, so I'll just read a bit. It says, um, Esther knew her place in the organization and the limits of her influence. She didn't get carried away. She didn't think, oh, wow, look at how far I've come from being a slave girl. Look at how far I've come. I'm now the queen. Oh, I must be beautiful. Praise God. She didn't do that. You know, she listened to her people, even though she, was, uh, she didn't know how to go about it. She encouraged them to fast and to pray. She recognized the place of the leader in control. And the Bible records that Esther found favor before God and before man. But last, let's look at the leader in control. So, you know, God orchestrates things for a reason. And that is why when you're in your favor, you have to... Look at the times and ask yourself, God, what are you trying to do? And understand the times. Because as far as Haman was concerned, all his focus was, how do I destroy the Jews? You know, as far as Vashti was concerned, her focus was, oh, I'm going to disrespect this, this, this king. You know, ask yourself the question, why would a queen all of a sudden just disrespect her king? 
But God was orchestrating something because God is the leader in control. Praise God. God put everything in place for, for, the, for the Jews to be favored. And by favoring Esther and her being favored to favor, the Jews were saved. Praise God. I mean, I can't really go so into, because of time so much into, into that, uh, those chapters. But if you read Esther chapters 1 to 8, you will see the story there of, you know, of, of Esther, Mordecai, um, and Haman. And just lastly, just lastly, um, two people here, two people um, that has impacted humanity and maybe doesn't, they, they, they probably don't get spoken of um, as much as, you know, uh, I, I would hope. Um, the last point I'm trying to make here is to make your life, to make your life count. Um, the first person is William Wilberforce. So maybe if you don't know, William Wilberforce was, was the key figure in the abolishment of slavery across the British Empire. It was the one single key figure that made that happen. Praise God. I mean, there were a lot of people involved. Don't get me wrong. But this was his life's purpose. Um, but let's go back to when he was a young man. Wilberforce, you know, by the age of 21, um, had graduated from college. He was already a member of the House of Commons at the age of 21. I'm not sure, but he was probably one of the youngest members of the House of Commons then. Um, Wilberforce didn't go through uh, poverty or, or, or uh, financial challenges. His family were prosperous. Um, they were merchants. Um, he was also a very close friend of William Pitt. If you know the British history, William Pitt, uh, the younger, is the youngest prime minister in British history. So Wilberforce was born into affluence. Praise God. But enter John Newton. If you know John Newton, if you know the song Amazing Grace, John Newton wrote that song. John Newton was a slave ship captain. Uh, eventually turned, uh, gave his life to Christ and became an Anglican parson. So again, favored to favor. So John Newton was favored because he found Christ. But John Newton was one of the people that was able to then direct Wilberforce. When, when Wilberforce started to, to struggle with his faith, to understand what am I supposed to do. You know, Newton was able to direct him in what he had to do. And Newton was, said to Wilberforce at the time, he said, actually remain in politics because we need people like you in the seat of power to make decisions that would, infl that would, that would impact the kingdom of God. Praise God. And ultimately, like I said, Wilberforce was, was, was a key figure in the abolishment of slavery. But what um, the actual abolishment did not happen in his time. So he, he, before he died, he got the news that it was going to happen, but he never saw it happen. Praise God. So what am I trying to say? Make your life count. It doesn't, it doesn't have to stop with you. Long after you're gone, what are people going to say? about you. You know, you ha we have to begin to understand that we're not favored because God, God just wants to favor us and us alone. We're favored because our life is bigger than this. Praise God. We're favored because there's much more we can reach, we can do. And, and as we, you know, as we, as we enter December, it's a key message for us um, to understand that there are people that, um, that, that, that might have gone through so many challenges this year. 
you know, how do we, as children of God, as Christians, show them that this God that we serve actually wants to favor us and favor them? Remember, when Christ was about to be crucified, he was saying to Peter, 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 lovest thou me? Peter says, yes, Christ, you know that I love you. What does Peter say? Feed my sheep. What does God, Christ say, rather? Feed my sheep. And that exchange happened three times. Feed my sheep. Clothe my sheep. Feed my sheep. Why, why, why didn't Christ say spread the gospel? Why did Christ say preach the word? Of course, there were times he said that, but in that instance, he was trying to focus on there is work to be done in favor, in showing people the favor of God. Let's make our life count. The second person, again, um, I don't know about you, but I think in history, one of the key people in history, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. I'm just going to read uh, an excerpt from his last speech. So bearing in mind, I think he was assassinated a day after this or maybe two days after this, but this was his last speech before he died. He says, I just want to do God's will and he's allowed me to go to the mountain I have looked over and I've seen the promised land. In this instance, what he meant by the promised land was when every man of shape and color and background will have the same rights. That's what he meant when he says the promised land. He says, I may not get there with you. So again, he recognized that this thing he's doing is bigger than him. It's way beyond him. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. And shortly after, Martin Luther King was assassinated. Praise God. Two people here, two different backgrounds, two different, um, I guess, lives they went through, but making their life count. Praise God. And as we conclude, um, the message I'm trying to get to you today is we are favored to favor. We are favored to favor. Um, we need to realize that everything around you, you know, as God blessed you so much, you know, as God given you so much knowledge, so much, whatever it is that God has done for you, let it not end with you. You know, challenge yourself this morning that through the month, from this day through the month of December and beyond, you want to show favor to others. Praise God. And as we do so, I'm sure that God indeed, you know, like I said, favor begets favor. Favor begets favor. As we do so, I'm sure that God will continue to favor us. Praise God. Let's just begin to pray to God this morning. And just ask and just thank God for that word. We are favored to favor. Let's ask that God will open our eyes. You know, when Christ was, you know, when he was saying, preach the gospel, he was saying, go ye forth into the world and preach the gospel in Jerusalem. It says in Judea, in Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Praise God. What Christ was saying was, start with your immediate community. Praise God. So I want you to pray this morning that indeed that God will open your eyes to see around you who you can support, who you can help, who you've been favored to favor. Praise God. Look around you today and just ask that God will help you to open your eyes to see that the things in your hand are not solely for you. Father, we pray for your help, O oh God. Lord, help us this morning, O oh God. Plant in our hearts, O oh Lord, that hunger, that thirst to help your children. 
in whatever way you've empowered us to do in the name of Jesus. Why don't you pray into December, even as we begin to move nearer to December, that in this month, as we go into December, that God's favor will not end in November in the name of Jesus in your life. Why don't you pray that indeed God's favor will beget more favor in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless your holy name. King of kings, we give you praise. Lord, we just thank you this morning. We thank you for your word that has gone forth. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, that your word, even as, we have, as your children have heard, as you have spoken, that your word will begin to mold hearts this morning in the name of Jesus. That your word will begin to touch that innermost part of our heart, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we commit everyone this morning that may be going through one challenge or the other. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, that your favor will find them in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, that your peace, your favor will find them, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you all the praise. Thank you, ancient of days. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus.